Welcome, welcome, everybody. Welcome to the launch of the very first Athlete Plus podcast. I'm your host, Coach Corey Besh, with Athlete co-founder and Chief Brand Officer Ray Austin. Ray, how you doing today, brother? Man, I am good. I'm excited. This is our first time together. It's, we are starting a culture right now, right in front of your face, man, so I'm excited about it. Super excited. We're going to get into a, a lot of things today, but we're going to start by talking about our baby, the Athlete Platform. And just tell a little bit of uh, to the people out there about what we do at Athlete and, and introduce this company that you co-founded. Yeah, um, I, I'm a former athlete myself, uh, University of Tennessee, uh, played back in the 90s, tell you how old I am, but uh, was a team captain with Peyton Manny back in the 90s and uh, drafted to Chicago Bears and the new uh, played with the New York Jets and uh, always had the passion of you know athlete with uh, athletes in, in in my life. Uh, right when I retired, I became a, uh, a strength trainer and opened up my own gym and trained over twenty five hundred athletes in the Chicagoland area. Love training athletes, man. That's some of the best times watching and seeing an athlete kind of grow into themselves. So that was that was my first business helping out athletes. But then I also got into the entertainment industry, too. So I've been in, uh, an actor and a model for about 18 years and uh, loved it and wanted to help athletes get into the same uh, you know, field. So I opened up a sports talent agency called Team Inc. And at that time, the NIL didn't exist, Corey. So I had to go out and find athletes that could actually be athletes in commercials. And so it was fun, man. I, I, I'd end up working with former athletes that, that played back in their day and uh, just just uh, was exciting to see. I was able to help athletes do something after football, you know, or after their sport that they were doing. And, um, you know, currently now I'm the uh, co-founder commissioner of Fan Control Football. Uh, I got into the tech uh, uh, space and uh, really excited about it. Uh, it's been extraordinary being able to, you know, stay relevant, not only in sports, but also technology and innovation. And uh, uh, still acting, I run into this guy. His name is Brian Jagger. I, you might know the kid. Uh, uh, he's, a, he's also one of the co-founders here. But he was a casting director and he was just like, hey, man, you know, we started talking about fan control football and all that. And all I kept saying was like more than athletes, athletes, athletes. I was just like just always talking about how, how much I love my athletes. And Brian was like, man, we should do something together, you know, and I was just like, OK, what, what is that? If it, if it involves athletes, I'm with it. And, you know, at that time, that's when the NIL space happened and uh I knew what was going to happen as soon as it happened. They were, you know, the, the space was going to focus on the top one, two percent, the elite athletes. And and, sure. and and again, for me, that that was tough to see because, you know, when it comes to championships, Corey, you know, it takes it takes a whole team to win a championship from the walk on all the way to the starting quarterback. Right. And so everybody yes, should have those type of opportunities. So Brian and I were sitting back talking and, you know, we we just started rallying our heads around like how can we help everybody and with this genius of you know understanding technology and how we could actually work with all athletes and you know it was just like how wow we could we could we could you know help out the 98 percent we can help out the whole locker room you know so that's kind of, that's where athlete really started and we we wanted to you know uh put 
uh, a marketplace out there for our athletes where we could help athletes, you know, get paid but in scale, you know what I'm saying? So instead of one guy on the football team making, you know, compensation, we want the whole entire team to make compensation. So that became uh, the, the, organ, the, the, the heartbeat of athlete. Sure. Well, I appreciate that, Ray. And, and it's always great to hear the story of, of, you know, where, where everyone comes from, where the company came from, because like you mentioned earlier, NIL is a, is a new, new idea. Um, yeah. When you're on the forefront of an industry, right? Uh, you're kind of paving your own way. And, and that's what athlete is as a company. Um, for, for a little bit of background on myself, I'm the scholastic uh, coordinator at here at athlete. And, uh, you know, I work directly underneath you and, and have learned a lot from you and everything that you do. And, um, in, in, in describing athlete as a platform, uh, mm. to, to athletes and to the community and to, you know, the population as a whole, um, I like to tell people that at athlete, um, you know, other than just being an NIL marketplace, we really stand for for four four foundational aspects. That's right. uh, we 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 stand for the culture of an athlete. We stand for the opportunities that the NIL market is going to bring. We stand for information and education, uh, so that athletes are on that cutting edge of this NIL market. And we stand for networking, leveraging yep. those relationships, like you said you had with Brian Jagger in a in a casting meeting, you know, or on a on a set somewhere. Those types of relationships we know are the yep. the key to success in professional uh, life after competitive sports. And so, you know, in the NIL marketplace, and and what is NIL? It's really just building your brand, your business yep. based on your own identity. And yep. and, 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 and that's athletes. what we wanted to do, Corey. We wanted as a group. We wanted to create this, you know, this, 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 this community. And what is that community? You know, you got to start with culture first, right? You, what, 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 what do we always talk about as, as athletes? What do, every time I run into one of my former teammates, what they always say, man, you know, what do you miss from playing football? It ain't running around and catching footballs and tackling and all that. That's not what I miss. I miss the community, the culture, the yeah. the locker room, you know, my, my, my boys, my, you know, yeah. going to practice, you know, winning that game and, and celebrating afterwards. Like we want to create that type of culture where all of our athletes that come here, they all feel safe. They feel like this is a place where they can show who they are, show what they do and, 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 and be who they really are, not just the athlete himself, but also that other thing that they're able to do as well. Yeah. I mean, I think as a, as a coach, uh, current coach, and you know, I've, I've been a coach for 10 plus years after I finished playing uh, sports in college, but then, you know, even as a member of a team, there's something about the inclusivity, right? Yeah. When you become a member that says, I stand for something more than myself. You heard it said in that cliche, you know, play for the name on the front of your chest, not on the back. That's really what we do at athlete and whether it's the environment um, in the office with the team around us, you know, the people yeah. who are, are helping get those athletes those opportunities or the athletes themselves you know that is that's the culture that athlete represents and that's what so we that's want we 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 from from diversity to you know we we said you know one of the heartbeat that we wanted to focus on with athlete first was the 98%, right? So if you're going to start with the 98%, where does that start? That's HBCU schools and that's female sports. And so we, we have a real true focus on that because the culture of sports is all the way up to D1, all the way up to, to down to NIA. You know, we're, they're all the same. We're all, yeah. we're all a, a moment away from being great, you know, at that sport. I've seen kids from D3 schools, HBCU schools still make it into the NFL. 
And, and so, the, you know, that's the type of culture that we want. We want we want people to feel safe here, uh, sharing your content, sharing your highlights, sharing your celebrations, sharing your wins and your losses, you know, that so we can all talk about them. But that's that is the number one pillar when it comes to athlete here. And that and that leads us right into our second pillar, which is opportunity. And, you know, everyone thinks of NIL as a money making opportunity, which it is um, and which our platform is built off of. We're obviously built off those those NIL deals and 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 getting, you know, that compensation back into the hands of the athletes, the rightful owners. But we're also providing opportunities to help these athletes build their brands, build mm-hmm. their business, build build their understanding of what it takes and shout them out, man. We. I know, uh, you know, I work with one of our, our best, you know, MVPs is up on my board, but our boy Sailor, who who loves to to shout out these athletes and show off everything that they're doing, because it is, it's amazing. It does not matter whether you're at an NAI school, a Division two, three school in the middle of nowhere. Man, we love to show off those those skills and, and everything that you guys do as, as athletes. So um, those opportunities that we provide on our platform aren't just monetary, but it's it's yeah. so much more than that. Do you have anything to say about those opportunities? Man, look, look, I, I say this. I'm gonna say this to you right now. Every athlete listening, you know, the the longer you are on a shelf of an athlete, once that's over, it's over, right? You you you're, you're in college right now, and you have four years to create a huge audience, network, fans. Well, however you name it, I wish back in the 90s that uh, they had the type of social media and the type of engagement that I could have with fans. I played at the University of Tennessee, Corey. We had over 110,000 people screaming at you, right? Yeah. How, how awesome would it be if I was able to take that whole network, which I can now when I've absolutely tapped into the alumni but when i was there when i was there taking advantage of all the opportunities and the people that i would have i could have met through social media and in and like you know growing my engagement right now these athletes have the ability to do that they love look athletes have the the highest engagement rate coming from anybody in social media you 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 believe it or not you are a star you are a superstar regardless on what level it is and and you got to take advantage of that i wish i would have had the opportunity to do that yeah exactly and and how do we get those opportunities it's through our information platform you know yep. uh, athlete and 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 you could t- really touch on this because you've had you've been in some you know really exciting conversations with some people that are in this industry and the leaders of this industry. So do you want to, you want to touch on that information? You you know what? I'm going to just go back to the opportunity for, for a second though. You know, when it's, it's, it's crazy, man. Like, or you think about, you know, the world gives athletes all this money, millions and millions of dollars or what, you know, not even, not even thinking of the pro levels, still hundreds of thousands of dollars, depending on what, what sports you're in. But where is the financial education or the financial literacy, you know, helping those athletes with that? I think the NIL is such an awesome uh, 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 deal right now because I think it will impact all young people to really understand how to, 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 to manage their money. Right. Because they're going to be able to do it. They're able to com- get compensated right now. So the future, their future is 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 could, could, could very well. They could be in a whole different place. I remember when I got out of college, I don't know if back in the day they had credit cards, uh, the credit card boost that was there. <laughs> and then you everybody had credit. Card. I had like three or four of them credit cards. And instead of getting out of college and having benefits and compensation and savings afterwards, I had debt. 
and bad credit. Yeah. I'm gonna be in the NFL. <laughs> in the NFL, I got bad credit. What did that was like? That don't even make sense. You know, yeah. there wasn't enough financial literacy and enough financial education to have to help these athletes. So when we, you know, we've seen that in this in and how the NIL is kind of gone and we've you know as a group we was like hey we can't do that man you can't send an athlete you can't send a football player out on a game and not they haven't they haven't learned a playbook yeah there's no game plan there's no game how you gonna how you gonna attack a game with no game plan yeah right so how you gonna know if you don't know your playbook how are you gonna be successful on the field so we decided to to partner with some I I I would love to say the names right now, but one of <laughs> the number one, yeah, one of the number <laughs> one financial institutions in the world, and one of the most uh, one of the uh, number one educational pieces uh, uh, programs in the world to offer up our athletes education and financial literacy. So as we give you the opportunities with athlete, we then help you understand, manage, and be able to save that. So regardless if you are a soccer player, you know, and with, with a few thousand dollars on these campaigns, or you make it into the NFL, we want to still make sure that we take care of you financial literacy-wise and as well as education-wise. 100%. And then, uh, you know, that that ties into that information aspect. And then the final part, and we touched on it a little bit earlier, is is the network. and yeah. and. Um, I mean, you you are you've got your hands in so many things and you're you're leading the fan control football league as a commissioner and and, and they're growing into the sports entertainment league because they're doing more than just football, which is, you know, hats off to you and everything you do there. Um, but it's it's amazing to see the deals that we can get our athletes just based on the relationships that we have. I know yeah. I could speak from experience. We put in we put our athletes on billboards in Times yeah. Square. That's right. right. We put them in, in in commercials and and modeling. We put them in movies and television shows. So uh, those types of things don't come around on every platform. And an athlete is unique in that. And and is there anything else you want to say about that network? You're the one with the biggest network of them all. So listen, and 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 I think that was when people ask me about the NFL. Like, man, what did you get out of the NFL besides two bad knees? Uh, <laughs> I would say uh, my network. And, you know, my network, my college network, my, my teammates there have been very uh, been uh, 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 helpful, not only in the FCF, but also with athlete, like the amount of being able to pick up the phone and being able to call someone to help you further your your dream or idea. That's your network. And athletes have the ability to have the biggest network. Everybody wants to be around an athlete. And most 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 people want to hire every every company that I talk to. They always ask me, do you guys have any guys that we could hire? Because why? They know how athletes are. We we know how to win and lose. We know how to work in teamwork. We know how to go for a goal. We we it, those are the type of things that the world or corporate companies look for. And so what we're wanting to do is create literally a sports LinkedIn. With all, I want my friends. I want Corey's friends. I want all your friends. I want your your alumni. I want the Tennessee alumni all in our platform. So we are all discussing opportunities, uh, uh, job offers, anything that can further your career. Because I say this all the time: your sport may only last for four years. Most of us, right? In college, so if, if you're lucky to get to college, you get a you get a blessing to do your sport for four more years. But if you're blessed to even play after that, you're even blessed even more. But guess what? I, I retired. I was 32 years old. 
I'm still young. I'm still young yeah. with a snapper. I guess I still had some, you know, I still had some 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 runway. But then I had sure. to figure out what I was able to do. And the only way I was able to do that was I had to tap back into my network. And that was that was gave me the the opportunities to come up with other ideas and other ways to 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 further my career. So we want to focus on we we those are when you when you think of athlete, we want you to think about the coin. Period. The culture that we create, the opportunities that we have here, the education that we're going to give you and the network that you're going to get from all of this. That's what we're here to do for athletes. One hundred percent. I couldn't have said it better, Ray. I appreciate you, um, you know, breaking that down. And, and everything that we talk about on these pod, this podcast, this episode, future episodes with our guests really go back to that foundation, to that that coin, that that uh, culture opportunity information and network um and that leads us you know into into our first and and you know our first highlighted guest of this this launch episode of the athlete plus podcast someone that i have had a pleasure of of meeting and and you know i wish he was a little closer so i could get him in a race but i'm i'm really excited to bring our first guest uh onto this platform today and he is uh the fastest guy i've seen on the screen i would love to see it in person uh, he is a a track sprinter. Uh, was formerly at Auburn University, um, and is now a member of the Grambling State University track team. I'd like to uh, give a round of applause and a warm welcome to Dante Brown. Dante, how are you doing today, brother? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm uh, doing great, man. Gr glad to have you a part of this podcast. Thank you so much for being here, man. We're excited to have you here. Um, tell tell everybody a little bit about yourself and, and and what you do and what makes you so special and, and part of the athlete platform. Okay. And before I get into that, I just want to say thanks for having me. It's really an honor. Oh, man, okay. we appreciate okay. it. We appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate you guys. So um, for the ones that don't know me who's out there listening, um, I'm Dante Brown. Um, I'm a transfer from Auburn University. I'm a short sprinter. Um, I specialize in a 60-meter dash, 100-meter dash, 200, and I also participate in the relays. So before I got to Grambling, um, I was previously at Auburn. And before I got to Auburn, I was at an NAIA on um, William Carey down in Hattiesburg, Mississippi. Oh, and wow. Okay. I just brought that. I was listening to you guys backstage, and I love what you guys said. It doesn't matter, you know, where you are, and I love the opportunity that you're creating, especially for the, the lower-level schools. So um, at William Carey, um, I won the 60-meter dash and the 200-meter dash my sophomore year. And, you know, this, of course, when COVID hit, um, mm -hmm. so we didn't have an outdoor dinner at the Auburn, went in my first year, and I won a 60-meter dash indoor my first year there. And now um, I work my way up to Grambling. So I kind of been, like, on every stage, NAIA, SEC, and now I'm here and I'm at the SWAT. Hey, you hey, you ran in the SEC, so I know you got some uh some lightning bolts underneath them feet. So that's what's up. <laughs> hey, thank you. Hey Dante, I got a question for you, brother. So I I uh I went to an NAIA, NAIA school growing up. Um and, and for my first actually I went to a community college to play to play football first. I didn't know I was even gonna play ball after high school, and then and they got a chance to play at an NAIA. Um, my brother currently plays at a division one school. Is there, is there anything, you know, different? I've, I'm not a track star or so I, I'm fast, but not that fast. I'm more, you know, quick than fast, but, uh, what's the difference? What's your experience been like at those different levels of competition? And, and as I, I know, um, from my perspective that, you know, a, 
some of those life lessons that you learn from playing a sport are yeah. learned at all levels. Um, is that something that you've experienced as well? Or, or what has that experience been like um, seeing that the level of competition from the SEC all the way down to the NAIA level? Um, to be honest, that's one thing that separates track from a lot of sports and really every sport. Um, the thing about track and field is no matter where you at, if you fast, you know, you fast and right. anybody. So the competition was always there. Like, man, in NAI, we had guys running 10-2. I was running 10-3 myself, and that's pretty fast. I think 10-2 won the championship. But the competition is a little more stiff in the SEC um, because every week you're running against the best of the best. You know, compared to NAI, the only time you'll see your best competition is probably at the championship meet. But, like, SEC, man, we run in Kentucky, Florida, Arkansas. Georgia, um, and we going against these guys every week. So I will say that the how you, how you gonna leave out Tennessee? How you gonna leave out Tennessee? <laughs> on, I'm <man>. sorry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. Hey, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to tell you the truth, Ray. But they slow over there, brother. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, no. I, hey, let's go, balls. Yeah, Tennessee. There look, you look. Go. So it's the best of the best every week. So. I would say the difference is, is you get to see more competition. You know, like I said, at the yeah. lower level, you know, you really don't see the best of the best until it's really time to show up. And that's the championship no. meet. But yeah. I feel like it's better when you're in the SEC and, you know, even the Big Ten or whatnot because you mm -hmm. get to face your competition so you'll know what mm -hmm. to expect. You know, so mm -hmm. you won't be kind of caught off, you know, guard. But like I said, the competition is still very high, you know, all around. Like I said, I've been – on an NAI level, and those guys mm -hmm. can roll. So, you know, it's not to take nothing away from them, but, you know, yeah. everyone wants to compete SEC um, because not only the name, but, you know, more money, bigger facilities, you know, better resources, mm -hmm. all those things play a part, yep. you know, so that's really and that's interesting. You, yeah, uh, it's interesting you said that because, you know, there had to be you, you, what, what you saw when you woke up had to be different from – waking up at an Auburn campus and Gremlin State, right? Like, there's a difference, right? There, and, and, and I think that's what yes, comes with uh, the opportunities. It's like, it's already swayed against you, right? Already, right? And everybody should get those same type of opportunities. Right. And um, I love that you mentioned it. And that's another thing. Um, and when I got recruited, that's the first thing my coach uh, mentioned. He said, you know, mm. before we even carry on with the scholarship and all that, I just want to let you know the situation that we, you know, we in in Grambling. You know, of course, yep. you're coming from a power five school. We don't yep. have as much money. We don't have yep. many resources, um, facility. And I admire him for that, you know, because a lot of mm -hmm. people can sell you a dream. But, you know, he was straightforward with me. And. I already knew what I was getting myself into, but it just made me more comfortable knowing that, okay, you know, he's a, he's a real guy, you know, he's coming to me, telling me straightforward, you know, it's not mm -hmm. going to be real green over here. You know, the grass isn't always green on the other side, but yeah, one thing about that is I feel like when you have to get it out the mud, it just makes you better. And by me, coming <laughs> yeah, by me coming Arbum and, you know, having all those resources and, yep. you know, one of the best facilities, in the SEC, it just makes me work even harder because I know where I was and I know where I am now, but I know where I want to get. So it just mm -hmm. encouraged me to work even harder, you know, just because they have the, the tracks or, you know, like Kentucky had an indoor track, LSU, 
we not, you know, capable of having it right now, you know, but yep. I still want to be one of the people that can come in and put our school on the map. So later on, a couple of years from now, the track team will be known, you know, so they all want to go and get the, the guys and the, the women uh, indoor track, you know. So I'm really just trying to pay it away, not, you know, for me, but for the, the generation that's to come, you know, and make a change. Love that, man. I love that. You it, it, and now you you know, you've gone and transitioned from school to school to school. I know you've gotten experiences from that, but what is your ultimate goal? Of course, it, I would assume it's the Olympics, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So my ultimate goal is to get a contract. Actually, before okay. the coronavirus in 2020, um, I got invited to the Olympics, you know, to try out. Of course, you have to make the mm -hmm. team. Um, yep. And they had a newscast and all that. Line. You can look it up. But I had got invited um, to come and participate at the Olympic trials. And COVID really was just a downfall for me because what happened was yeah. when COVID happened, and it's not just for me, but, you know, it took a toll on everybody. It's a lot like, of athletes. Yeah. Right. I got and a story, too. <laughs> I was just – I wasn't in tune with the sport anymore because mm. I just felt like, man – I worked so hard to get to this point, and it's like it's just taken away. But I had to, you know, take a step back and realize, well, Dante, it's not just affecting you. You know, everyone yeah. going through it. But I know it's all about what you make of it. So um, yeah. when I started back running, I fell right back in love. You know, it's like I never lost it. So I think I just needed that time off, you know, to regroup. But when I started back running, I was like, man, you know, I didn't realize how much I missed track. So my mm -hmm. ultimate goal is, of course, you know, get a – a contract and a lot of people always ask me that but i try not to think too much of it i just say you know i'm gonna handle my part and if that's what god wants me to do i know he'll bless me with the opportunity as long as i'm doing what i'm supposed to do so that's really why i met with that but of course if the opportunity presents itself and the money is right then you know hey yeah <laughs> hey i just want to i just want to commend you brother because um you know i've been a coach for 10 plus years you're working with a younger generation like i said my brother's probably about your age uh he plays football at boise state and you mentioned covid uh, being something that that was it really like knocked you out right and and it took you off of your game and I think as a coach and uh, you know whether you're coaching in, in, a, in a small scale and look at a time in a small scale whether it's a season or you're looking at your entire career your yeah. your entire college career your entire sporting career there are always going to be those types of moments right mm -hmm. it's never going to be a worldwide pandemic right but the way that you you took that you know and and reset yourself to find your passion for running again you know is a way that that I think that all athletes and, and, and individuals as a whole can, can kind of change the narrative on those negative things that happen to you, right? Whether that's a black, bad call in a game or, um, you know, something happens in a, in a track event or you, you know, you, you fall start and get DQ'd from a race that, that was huge. How do you respond to those types of situations that really dictate who you're going to be later in life? And like Ray said in the introduction, mm -hmm. those those athletes that can get through that, that can be resilient, that can show those types of characteristics are the ones who are successful in whatever they do and choose yeah. to do professionally or, you know, are the ones that are going to want to be hired by these companies because because they've proven it. Right. Yeah. They, everyone's going to go through those situations, but it's the ones who keep that positive outlook, that optimistic you know, point of view, just like yourself. So, man, hats off to you, brother, and, and keep going. I'm going to be rooting you on from here, man. But um, it kind of leads us into into our next segment and and um i i want to ask you a couple more questions and, and dive a little more into your personal you know wh who what makes dante dante um and we call this segment the athlete plus more than an athlete segment so it's it's kind of 
about your story and 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 who kind of guided you into uh this this person who sees things this way who is this positive who can be resilient um you know we've asked you you know what's your why we have this saying in at athlete you know what's your why what's your motivation and purpose your driving factor so uh you know what makes dante more than an athlete i know you got a big following on social media and you're, you're one of the most engaged uh athletes on our platform with it with a pretty good following and that's because you're just a a cool dude man if i can, can say it myself but but what makes you tick man what makes Thank you, you who you are yeah appreciate it mm, that first of all i just want to say thank you you know for that and i love that question and it's always been hard for me to answer uh, what is my why and the reason is is because i never mm. want to single you know people out um mm. because it's so many people in my life you know who play a factor in what i do what i do but Man, i always okay. have to give yeah i always have to give a special shout out to my mom and I would mm. say my mom is my biggest motivation in life. And the reason why is because when I was younger, I watched my mom overcome so many things. And I just watched her make something out of nothing, man. Like, it was times where she went without so we can have. And when I say we, I mean, you know, my sisters and I have three younger sisters. I'm the oldest. And, you know, just seeing my mama struggle mm. at a young age, and it was only so much that I can do, you know, because I was young, you know couldn't get a job, mm. you know, but now that's different. But when I got a chance to actually make money and, you know, help my mother out, it really just changed me. And she's the reason why I do everything that I do. And I tell anybody, it's not even for me. You know, I can care less about, you know, how I'm doing. It's, you know, for my mom. And I just want to get to a point in life where I can take care of her. Um, she has a food business, so I know you probably see a lot of food on my page. You know, I get up and promote it every day. So I just want to be able to take care of my mom one day, you know, and she just sacrificed so much, man. And just to see her go without so her kids can have, she's the best mother in the world. And I'm not just saying that because she's my mom, but just knowing her as a person, like she'll do anything for anyone. So my mom has the biggest influence on my life. And like I said, not to die down what other people have done for me, but like right. I said, no one right. can top mom has done for me if it wasn't for her i wouldn't be here she's the reason why i decided to get back in school i know how much it meant for her to see you know her son graduate and she's going to report i'm sorry she's going to support me through it all but you know who doesn't want to see their mom happy you know that's my main goal in life like i said i'm really living and doing what i'm doing not more so for me but for my mom and also my younger sisters because i know how much they look up to their older brother and I just want the best, you know, not only for me, but for them as well. So they're really the reason why I do what I do every day. The reason why I started back running track, the reason why I want to finish school, the reason why I want to be a better me every day. So that's really my wife. Bro, what, what, what your, what's your degree? Um, I'm majoring in kinesiology. Man, okay. All right, man. I, I man, I hire you in a minute, man. Seriously. Right. Like, we, we I try to your, tell you, right? Your <laughs> your perspective, like I, I deal with a lot of young athletes, man, and and I'm always in their head, man. And and, and you're saying a lot of things that I, I I mean you've and I can tell they're concreted in you too, because you can't make that right. up. So that shouts out to you, man. And 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 I I I will I will I wanted to add a question to that. You know, because when okay. I, I have a, you know, you know, I have the football league and I probably deal with about 170 guys and I never talk about their football. So if you ever see me, I probably won't talk about your track. I will always ask you, what else are you working on? 
What else are you doing and preparing for in the future? Like uh, we when when I when I hear more than the athlete, I I focus on what's next for me. Right. What's the next opportunity? Where what, what is my goal? Do, am I a, do I want to do I want to uh, uh, be a singer? Do I want to be an actor? Do I want to be an entrepreneur? Do I want do I have an idea that I want to get patent? What is what is that thing that you you want track to take you to the next level of your life? Oh, yeah. That, and that's a great question. I, I can answer that. So basically, um, after track is all said and done, I have a lot of things lined up. One thing that I want to do is I want to be a motivational speaker. And I feel like that will be perfect <laughs> for me because I, I have a lot of will, And I'm yep. so young. And. I just love to motivate people. Like I'm always the person that people come to to talk about their problems. Like, and I love that we get personal because I never open up. Like the things that I'm telling you guys, you wouldn't know unless I told you out my mouth. You know, I'm, I'm just never open, but yeah. I'm the one who can help people with their problems. Um, so after track is all said and done, of course, after the pro life or whatever, or you know, whatever I have planned, I also mm -hmm. want to own like, like my own AAU team. And I know I won't be able to run track forever, mm -hmm. so me start my own track club, but be my way of living throughout my kids. You see what I'm saying? So that mm -hmm. way I can lead them on the right path. And, you know, like you said, a lot of people don't understand. It's not all about the sport. You have to develop a closer relationship with your athletes. And I like how you said, you don't just talk about football. You know, you need to get to know your athlete. You need to get to know more about them. And I just feel like their relationship with your athlete will be way better and way more than a sport can ever offer. And that's one thing I want to do. And the last thing I want to do is, like I said, my mom, she has her own food business. Um, we just had a food truck, but we closed the food truck and we're in the building now. So I really just want to help my mother, you know, grow her food business. Because I have so many followers on Instagram. All I have to do is post, you know, they come out, we sell out. So I really want to just continue to build my platform, like I said, not only for me, but to help my mother as well. Because I know she doesn't Damn. use social media like that, but... With me having over 16,000 followers, it's going to keep growing. I know I can help, you know, my mom food establish, you know, grow. You know, absolutely. So really absolutely. Hey, please tell You're me. You're a spokesman. You're a spokesman, bro. Hey, please tell me a little bit more about your mom's restaurant. Please. I, love I would love to hear. To and where is it located, to too? Yeah. Where is it located? <laughs> so we're in my hometown. We're in Jackson, Mississippi. And okay. every time I'm back there in Grambling, that's the first thing my athletes, I mean, I said my athlete, I'm talking like a coach already. I'll start. But that's the first thing my team, because I post the food every day. They'd be like, Dante, please get your mom to come down here. So um, I'm going to work on this. Um, yeah, we located in North Jackson, um, okay. like I said, in my home, Jackson, Mississippi. And we've been open for like, um, I want to say like going on five months now. We had the food truck. We ended up closing the food truck. God moved us to big and better. So now we in a building. So that's why it's so much food on my page. And like I said, I really just want to help my mom live out her dream. What's the name? Because What's the name of the company? The um, restaurant. Southern Cravings. Southern, Southern Cravings. Cravings? Okay. So, Southern yes, Cravings. Sir. Got that. Love I got that. some Southern Cravings right yeah, now, brother. Yeah. <laughs> darn it, man. I'm hungry. <laughs> I love that. I love that, man. And, and, you, and you're in the right space, too, because that... That's you, you, you are, you are definitely the spokesman for that. And uh, if I were you, I would, I would, man, I love that you're so close to it and, you know, start picking up skills of, and I probably, you probably already do editing and, and, and photography and videography and just learning that little stuff 
and go and like you just said, go in there and watch watch your mom cook. Watch watch a day of her and 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 post that man. Be be her be her entourage when you right. can, you know, and, and and just tell her, say, hey, mom, can you record this and send it to me and learn how to edit and help her help her be that spokesperson like you are, man. That's awesome, bro. I appreciate you. Thank you for the advice. That's awesome. Ray, hey, I know you're more than an athlete, Ray. You want to talk a little, about a, a little bit more about the things that make you more than an athlete? Because, I, I mean, we see those jerseys and not everyone has NFL jerseys hanging in their rafters or on their, <laughs> on their wall. I wish I got a couple pictures back here and ain't none of them the NFL jerseys. But I mean, I know you know, so much more, brother. <laughs> you know, I pulled them out. You know, we would go have a talk. I uh, pulled them out. But uh, nah, man, I, you know, I, I, after football, it was difficult. Like every, most guys, once the lights turn off, you try to figure out what's next. And that was a difficult time for me, you know, and, and, and I, that's, I've always had a passion for, you know, making sure that, you know, just like you just said, you want to coach athletes on being better. I want to, I want to coach athletes not to, not to say, Hey, it's over when the lights are turned off, you know, find, find those other things that you're passionate about. So, you know, the first thing I jumped into was a sports performance company trained over 2,500 athletes, uh, in the Chicago land area. Four of those guys went to the NFL, just some of the best times of my life. Uh, but you know, always had the the love of the entertainment industry. So became an actor and a model in Chicago. Uh, probably done over two dozen print ads, national print ads, uh, probably about 100 commercials, uh, done shows like Chicago Fire. I play a cop on Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, in wow. uh, Empire. I was Cookie's father on Empire back in the day. So it's it it, it is it became a, a a passion of mine because I took it on just like I did sports. Like I wanted to do it because it was competitive and I love to win. So it was just always great winning those roles, you know? So, um, you know, taking that on to, I, and, and I was asking this to you, Dante, like, man, what are those things you think about those ideas? And, you know, I had an idea, you know, 10 years ago, you know, fans running a football league and didn't know how it, I was going to make it happen. And, uh, ran into some awesome, amazing partners that I have right now. And the four of us have been together for 10 years and we've built an amazing business and uh, uh, helped out so many people, so many athletes. And, you know, I couldn't be more proud of, of just not that, not just that organization and that company, but just setting out and doing what I knew I could do. And, and I've my, just like you, Dante and Corey, man, I just want to be an example for that. Like we are more than just tackles. We are more than just slam dunks and three pointers. We are more than just winning races. We are entrepreneurs. We are entertain. We, we can do it all. And I, th I say this to every athlete, it don't matter what is the platform court track field. If you a talent, you a talent and you going you going to do you anyway. So you know, that's been my, my, my life. And, and, and I, uh, I enjoy, uh, uh, uh just dreaming big and, and create big things and then open up opportunities for other people. Yeah, man. That's great. We, yeah, it's, it's amazing to see all the things that you've done. And, and what, one of the things I, I really relate to that you said is that, that competitiveness, right. And that <laughs> you found another avenue to like outlet that. Right. And, yeah. and it kind of, it kind of talks me into into what I do. That's more than an athlete, and um, and it and it really relates to what Dante said too. You know, in his and when he was talking about what his why is, I think 
you know, everyone's got a story. Everyone's got, a, you know, who they are and what they stand for. And, and oftentimes yeah. as athletes, that's integrated into our identity, right? Our sport and who we are is all together. And so for me personally, um, you know, being an athlete was was who I was growing up, whether it was football, basketball, baseball, you know, golf, tennis, I've, I've done it all. And uh, and throughout my my younger life, because I didn't have a my father figure wasn't always around. Um, I was pretty much raised predominantly by my my mom's uh, father. So my grandpa and his name was Randy. And he was, you know, a coach, a father figure, a mentor, a teacher, a tutor on everything to me. And uh, and what I found is that um, as much as I loved being an athlete, um, when when that time came, when athletics was no longer part of my life, when I didn't got to get to play anymore. Yeah, it was it was uh, that part of you know, my, my, my growing up, my having that, that father figure who was filling a role as a coach or as a mentor that, that really became who I was. I, I figured that my, my purpose and my passion isn't just to be an athlete, but it's like Dante said, to guide that next generation, to leave a legacy. And so, you know, I, I'm not sure, I know Ray's got a little bit of the story, but Dante, I'm not sure if you're familiar, but after I, I got done coaching, um, you know, everyone has a dream to play professionally. And I, I had a crazy story and ended up becoming a father at a young age. And so I stayed home, finished my athletic career, and then went back to coach at my alma mater. And and out of a, a crazy experience, I got a chance to go to Europe in 2018, uh, about eight years after my college career finished, and got to play professionally a little bit of football in Europe. On the way home wow. from Europe, I stopped in Egypt where my uh, other half side of my family is. And I got to meet, I got to reconnect with my 16 year old brother uh, in Egypt, who at the time was, was struggling a little bit. I ended up convincing my dad to, uh, to send my brother to live with me in, in America. And I would, I went on to, to teach him the game of football to help him through high school. And, uh, and he's the one who now has a full ride scholarship at, at Boise state university. So it's amazing because you know, what, what what happens to you younger in life? What what your story ends up being? What you do to fulfill your legacy, right? Like yeah. I'm I'm more than an athlete because I'm a coach, because I'm a mentor, because I'm a big brother. Dante, you're more than an athlete because you're a spokesman for your mom. You're the best damn son and older brother they could even ask for, right? Ray, you're more than an athlete because you're a competitor and actor, but you're also providing avenues for how many other athletes to fulfill their dreams in your FCF or in athlete to get paid for these things. So. It, it's deeper than just athletics. It's Man. deeper than just the lessons that we learn in sport. It's it's really about like 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 Dante said, giving to that next generation, leaving a legacy for Man. for for others. Um, and that's that's something I think we all have in common. That's something I'm super proud about. I I think my grandpa in heaven is probably looking down, being proud of that as well. And and something that I really you know love to to highlight. And and I think that we all kind of you know embody that type of, of, of mentality when we're when we're talking about being more than an athlete as well one thousand percent man i it, it is we we are a fraternity we are like the 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 we're all we're we're all connected you know i ran track dante when i was in high school i was a hurdler that's why i went to tennessee that was why i went to tennessee because they let me run and play ball which then i got on the track that was just getting blazed <laughs> i was like i was, I was getting wore out i was like okay thank you i'm football fast. Fast. not that bad <laughs> yeah i was football fast. <laughs> a little different a little different but it was it, it, it was the locker room though it was just the camaraderie and I wanted that same experience that I had in high school with track. We were not, you know, state champions two years in a row. So 
you know, you coming off of that, you like, man, I want to still run track. And it was like, no, this is a this is big boy game. This is this, yeah. these cheaters out here. These this little different <laughs> game out here. So uh, I went back to play football where I belong. So yeah. Hey Dante, I'm glad I had a couple questions before you. Oh, I'm, <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. sorry. Go ahead, brother. No, go ahead. Oh no, I'm just. I'm glad everything worked out um, for you and. God put you exactly oh. where you need to be, and you see. Yeah, oh, oh, yeah. With football, I, I, so. I had a coach. His, his name is I'll never forget his name, Larry Marmion. He coached for the Arizona Cardinals uh, after he coached me at Tennessee, and uh, I got ran over in practice. And after practice, like twice, like God just dude just pulled me over twice, and went to his office, and he went. He looked me in the eye and said, "You're not going to the damn Olympics." And I was like, <laughs> "Got it. Understood." Roger that. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Dante, a couple questions before we let you go. Um, I, again, man, we were really appreciated you spending your time here with us. Um, I got I got a couple of random questions and then and then one a serious one to leave your leave your mark here. But hey, so okay. I got this is one of my questions, and it's one of those athletes. Did you play any sports other than run track growing up? Um, yes, I did. And I played football for one year and I really don't like talking about it because <laughs> just looking back at it, oh man, speed kills. I, I mean, you literally have guys who in the lead off speed, and the difference that, between hurts. them and me is, I, I actually knew how to play. Like I can catch, I can mm. defend. So crazy story. I'm gonna make it short. Um, I went to this middle school called Cardoza Middle School, and you know, of course, they see us running around in the gym, just being active. So they, you know, asked me to come out and play football. Mm. I came out two weeks before the first game. I caught three interceptions at practice. I ran two back, and uh, the last one that I caught, I actually got hit by the dude that was trying to catch it as well. Oh, oh no. He cut off. Oh, that's right. right in the middle of the screen. <laughs> <laughs> right as I fly back. No. That sounded like such a good story. Right. Like, no. Come back, Dante. Come back, Dante. Come back. Oh, hey, that's man. what happened. He got hit so hard it disconnected his damn video. <laughs> <laughs> you got hit that hard, huh? You got hit that hard. I guess I, guess guess I got hit that future. hard. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that third one that I caught, I got hit, so I didn't get a chance to return it. And they started me. So I played, and like I said, I can actually play. I had a couple of um, touchdowns on special teams. I started at free safety, and I started at punt return and kick return. And they begged me to play in high school. I started running track my 10th grade year. And I won a state championship my first year um, when I started running track. Um, and I won every year since then. And the coach begged me. I swear, like, every year, they Dante, come out there, man. You're going to start. I just want you to play. But at the time, I had <laughs> yep. so much going with track. I didn't want to, you know, get injured. I was thinking about all that. But I promise, like, and I tell anybody, I have no regrets in life, but Looking back, I wish I would have just gave it a shot in high school because I could have been a two-way sport, man, you know. And like I said, man, speed kills, and I can actually catch. I got nice height, man. But like I said, everything happened for a reason. I feel like God, you know, put me exactly where he wanted me to be. But if I could go back sure. and play, I would definitely play. Hey, that's a lesson all you high school athletes out there. Take advantage of your four years in high school. Do as much as you can. Yeah. Be a versatile multi-sport athlete. You don't need to specialize. Oh. And like Dante said, hey, Deshaun Jackson's in the league, brother. And he's like 30. He's my age, right? And because he's still fast. <laughs> I, I heard I heard a stat that Deshaun Jackson had the fastest 
time clocked in the league this year, which means at 36 years old, he's still faster than half those dudes out there, which That's is crazy, crazy to me. Hey, crazy. hey, Justin Gatlin at Tennessee. You know, he played yep. he played oh. ball too. Yeah, remember? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Hey, what number would man, you have worn? Almost 40 years Dante. old, still running nine. Huh? Come on now, right? What number? Sorry. What number would you have rocked if you got to wear a number? Because I know track, you don't wear numbers. Oh, I'll probably say That's a tough eight. question. I wore huh? eight in, in middle school. Yeah, I okay. say eight though. Okay, I like it. I like it. All right, man. And then, hey, the last thing, the last thing I want to ask you is. If you had to give advice to a, an up-and-coming athlete in the next generation from, from Dante Brown, motivational speaker, future, successful, whatever he does, what would you tell the next generation that's coming up after you? What I tell the next generation is always be yourself. No matter who you're around or no matter whatever you see other people do, just remain you. You know, you don't have to be – never be something that you're not. And that's one thing – that I love about me. I'm real, I'm genuine, and I'm always be me. And another thing I will say is keep your social media clean. You have a lot of athletes who sometimes mess themselves up based off what they post, man. Um, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he got um drafted football to the Miami Dolphins and he had a, a fallout with his stepfather or his father, and that's when he uploaded the picture of him, the video on Twitter that went viral, him smoking in a bomb. And, you know, stuff like that. So that's another thing, man. Just just keep your page clean. If you know you're doing something that you need to do, you know, just be mindful of that. And man, that's that one thing that I always amazing. do. I, I have so many sponsors and, you know, people looking up to me. So I just try to keep my page as clean as possible. And the last thing, if you have a dream, go after it. Man, regardless of what you're going through, it always get better as long as you try. You know, it's easy to, to accept defeat. But if you really want something, no matter what, if you if you want to be in the SEC and you're not there yet, just use that as your motivation. Never give up on your dream. Never let no Man. one tell you you can't do this. Never let no one say that you're not good enough because everyone has their own opinions. And only thing that should matter is how you feel and what, what you think about yourself. It, everyone not going to like you. Everyone not going to support you. But don't let that get in the way of you being great because greatness is in within you, you know, and support yourself, you know. Just, you just have to go through adversity. The, mm -hmm. the road is gonna get tough, man. It was times where I thought it was over for me, especially you know with me transferring and you know not having the credit hours. But I just remained positive. I just prayed, you know. So just stay focused, and if it's something out there that you want to achieve, just achieve it. And you have to have a why. Make sure that you know your why and keep that instilled in your head. Man, I tell you what, boy, I'll tell you something. You you come work for me one day. Hey, I love. I, I feel this is the network right here. Listen, this is what we talk about. Talk about network is like you when you do these things. I I do podcasts. I do meetings, and I just meet people because then you you end up running into somebody like Dante out of the blue, and you're like, man, and 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 they and they stick to you, and so when things come up, you like. Young kids, he couldn't have been any. He couldn't have been any better of saying every. I'm, and I'm telling you this: every company looks at all your social medias, and even if you think that oh, I'll erase it about my senior year or whatever, they will go back. They have companies that go do that because they want to know who exactly who they hiring. You know, so I man, everything you said was 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 on point, Dante.
Thank you. Yep. And uh, and whoever our next guest is got some big shoes to fill. That's Man. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Man, hey, but yeah, just like Ray was saying, everything you said was spot on, man, especially in this generation, chasing those those likes, chasing those impressions and sacrificing who you are is, is not the route you need to go. And as a as a, an NIL company, right, that's that's looking for to get brands are looking to connect with these athletes. They want people who are going to represent them in a good light. I mean, look at this. Look at this advertisement with Dante on it. That's the I, I ain't lying. And I'm not saying this just because you're on here. That's the best. That's the best yeah. ad I've seen from our company, man, and yeah. uh, and we're super excited to to have you as a part of a platform. You know, uh, we know you're going to do great things. Like Ray say, if he doesn't hire you, uh, you're going to get hired by somebody, man, and uh, and be extremely successful. Hopefully, that's after your Olympic dream gets gets fulfilled, man. We can't wait to cheer you on this year. Uh, I know track season's coming up at Grambling, so we'll definitely be in a loop and be posting all your stuff. Um, we just want to thank you again, man, for your time, for your energy, for everything that you do, for leaving that lag that legacy to the next generation, and and doing it the right way, man. Uh, and, you're you're and, definitely and, a role model, brother. And congratulations I, to you, man. Your mother, your mother should be very proud, bro. You you are you definitely got your head on straight. So congratulations, yep. man. Got a big bright future, bright bright future. Appreciate Except you, your phone just keeps your your phone keeps going. Yeah, we're gonna have to get you upgraded internet, bro. Get them on a hotspot or something. <laughs> oh, I love that, man. I love, man. I love that good young young energy, man. Guys doing yeah. it right, man. That's that's awesome. Yeah. I love it. Cool. Appreciate um, you. Yeah, Dante, you got anything to say before you head out? Mm. I just want to say that. I just want to say I really appreciate you guys and I love everything that you guys doing, both of you guys. And man, I'm really speechless. I I really can't get my, my thoughts together right now. I'm so excited. Um, but thanks for having me on the show. I'm glad to be a part of history and I support both of you guys and I love everything that you're doing for the up and coming generation. And just thanks for having me. And I wish you guys nothing but success, you know, moving forward. And hopefully, you know, we can do this again and you know, partner up later on. Absolutely, one hundred percent, bro. Good Most job, definitely, Dante. brother. Love Let's you, brother. Take man. it easy, man. I love y'all too. Thank you. Peace, man. That's dope, man. I I love when I have my other shows and I and I and, and you get those type of interviews. We couldn't have done a better. And like, it's gonna be tough. Say, number two and three got a lot, man. Woo. That's what I'm trying to say, Ooh. man. This man's coming for my job. Damn, <laughs> man, bro. But that's you know he said some really, I mean, some some things that that we forgot to say, but which was great for him to, to for him to say it. You know, is you know focus on your social media, like focus on your brand, like you know be yourself, be exactly who you are. Don't don't try to fake all. You know, be one of these you know influencers that ain't for real. Just be you. That's that's gonna pay that's off way more down the road. For real, a hundred percent, a hundred percent, and then you don't have to fake it. For real, exactly. Well, man, I, it, maybe it's just our internet, but uh, or their internet. So um, we're not done yet. But I want to say that you know, listening to Dante and um, you know the type of uh, guy that he is, and what the the type of things that he's been through from going from an NAI school. To a D1 school, 
then to a HBCU school, he's seen so many different experiences that will literally uh, excel him into the next uh, his next career, whether it's 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 uh, uh, running track or anything he's doing. So, shots out to you, brother! You're doing a great job. Um, I know we're gonna get we're we're close to closing up shop anyway, but I just wanted to thank everybody for being a part of our first podcast. Hey, it's a little bumpy. It's all good. Things happen, but just want everybody to remember why you you come uh, here for Athlete and Athlete Plus. Uh, we are here to create a, an awesome culture uh, for all athletes so they can feel uh, welcomed here. We want you to show off. We want you. To, we want to see your highlights. We want to see all your all the great things you're doing. Just tell them a little bit about athlete and and also the opportunities, man. We we literally had uh, three national target af- uh, opportunities that came out this uh, this week. So if you're not on the platform, you got to get on the platform. And, and it, it is easy. It, the steps are one, two, three. You you literally pushing a couple of buttons, and you're 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 gonna get pay for what you you know your engagement on your platform so it, it pays to be an athlete we say that all the time in the in the office so it absolutely pays to be an athlete and as we do that we're going to we're going to offer up education it's not just going to be here and just hey we're going to be here and and here is some money we're going to, we're going to show you what to do with it and how to manage it and all those all those things that you need uh moving forward in your career and last like i always say is the network and I wasn't playing when I told Dante I would hire him. I absolutely would hire somebody like that. Uh, we do it all the time. So uh, we are creating a network of, of, of sports entrepreneurs, sports entertainers, sports podcasters, and you, 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 you name it. If you want to come here and you want to be an athlete and, and, and grow this network with us, man, we, we, uh, we accept you uh, with, with open arms. Yeah, man. Uh, can you hear me, Ray? We, yeah. We get, yeah, Okay, man. making sure. I, yeah. My wife called. I, I had to tell her, man, hey, we, we're we on groundbreaking. Man. First ever launch of the podcast. It happens. You cannot it happens be calling to me. me. <laughs> it happens to me, too, man. It, it happens. It's understandable. Yeah. I'm hey, okay. more than an athlete, got to be a husband as well. So got to be. That, that's right? part of it. <laughs> um, yeah, man. I couldn't have couldn't have asked for a better first podcast. Uh, Dante was great. And, and yeah, I know you've touched on a little bit of that what we do at, at Athlete. Yeah, encourage everyone to reach out um, when they hear this. Uh, we have some of the best opportunities available in the market. Um, you're going to deal with great people on the team, whether it's Kat, Kayla, Hannah, uh, myself, Sailor, uh, Catherine, Zach, all of the people that that go are behind the scenes making things work back here at Athlete. We really care about the athletes that are on our platform. We want to boost them up, right? From the top down, um, that heart for the athlete is there. Um, we love uh, working with you, we help with uh, boosting your brand and business. Um, we just, we just really, really care. And that that coin, that that culture, opportunity, information network isn't just something we say, man. It's something we stand on. So, you know, for for the for the very first episode, I think it it went as well as could be. We'd love to thank and and invite everyone back. Uh, keep listening on on wherever you're listening to this podcast. Follow us on social media at athlete.co on Instagram. Uh, myself at cd.athlete, Ray Austin at Ray Austin 36. Um, you can connect to us directly. We love to, like I said, shout you guys out, get you guys involved and uh, and help boost your engagement and, uh, b- and build your brand. So for myself, uh, Coach Corey, for Ray, uh, thank you for being here today. And uh, that's it for the first ever Athlete Plus podcast. Thanks, guys.
Take it easy. It's good.